0: フフフ。Welcome back to the Traumedy Podcast, Halloween Edition, 2017. We're almost there. Hi, everybody. Ken Allen bringing you another spooky edition for all you scare and zombie MTs out there who like a good chill running down your back. I'm so happy to be making these for you as always. I have one of my own creations this year, and I just came across an old Lights Out episode. I don't know if any of you even know what that is. It was a radio horror show back In the 30s 40s and 50s and i think even into the 60s that was a memorable legendary one called chicken heart which i think bears some legitimacy and um kind of echoes to today's crises that we face so pay attention and enjoy Uh, Remember, you can find us here, Stitcher, iTunes, Dramedy Podcast site. If you're buying Halloween costumes and Christmas is coming up, go to the site, click through the Amazon banner. I get a little tap, tap, tap taparoo on the back shoulder. And I turn around. Guess what? It's not the Hunchback of Notre Dame. It's a check because you're going through my portal. So you can feel it out there right now. The weather's getting crisper. You can drink hard cider at the general store, which I'm about to go do, and hang out in your typical Halloween fashion on the balls of your feet, just about scared at every dark shadow that comes across your peripheral vision. On a stormy, rainy night. Or maybe you're just alone in the dark with your thoughts and the scampering creatures in the corners of the room. Enjoy. Other darkness I spoke to a man who had been locked inside a cage in the darkness of a farmhouse for two years what follows is an account of our conversations he said the panic takes hold and galvanizes your senses And first, you begin to hear things. You feel like a tuning fork, electrified and ringing. You hear the clicks and pops of the house settling, and you wait. You wait for something to come unhinged and fall, but nothing ever does. And then you hear the wind whirring through the cracks in the walls. You feel the hairs on your arms prickle, like a long, unnatural breath is exhaling on your skin. You begin to wonder, what's breathing on me? What could have that much breath? And it's then that you begin to hear the voices. whispers at first. He thought at one point that there was an audience watching him in the cage. I could feel their exhilaration, their predatory eyes on my cage, waiting my break. They would whisper, and then suddenly cut short. Sure I'd heard them. And wait with bated breath. He said, I could even hear them not breathing, if that makes sense. And then the steps. Little scampering steps of rats, maybe, scuttling around the corners into and out of tooth gnawed doorways. They must have lived inside the walls. I imagine they had whole cities teeming inside the walls of the barn. And then there were much bigger, wetter steps, slogging. They would step closer just as I drifted off to sleep. Something's dragging its remains towards me in the darkness. And I would wake. I would listen. Nothing. Then, just as I was about to drift off again, it crawled closer, one decayed foot at a time. And each time I let go of my consciousness, I knew that it knew it was safe to take one more step. I knew I would be drifting off into sleep when its cold, spongy hand would finally grip around my wrist or around my neck. And this was what finally broke me. I began screaming. I screamed so hard that blisters of light cascaded on the insides of my eyelids like a billion stars exploding in my prison of a universe. And I pleaded for the light. I begged for just a blade as thin as a dragonfly's wing to shine through the cracks in the walls where the wind would blow. The screaming went on for an eternity of days, nights, and weeks and months, years, until my vocal cords finally burst into frayed ribbons like the tattered flag of a defeated nation, whispering in the wind that was my breath. There was no answer. The light never came. in that moment, when I finally gave up, when I succumbed, that I realized the darkness was with me. The darkness had always been with me. Even as I screamed for salvation, salvation had been there, all around, whispering to me, cradling. You are at peace, calm now, be at rest. Come with me and I'll show you darkness. And then the darkness begins to roll. It folds time and space, expanding and contracting rainbows of gray and anti-gray falling all over you washing you. I finally forgot the light. All else falls behind in a way forever. Peace. Time and space tumble and become the same. And I was in the arms of darkness. Have you spoken to the darkness? Have you made it your mother. mother? Have you listened to her cooing words and slept? And then one day, light burst into my life like a supernova and I was split in two. I was found, they had found me. And I was taken out in front of news vans and podiums with flashbulbs so bright, they blinded me over and over again until all I could see were speckled after images inside my eyes. Like the ones I had seen all those years and eons before in the darkness of the farmhouse, in the mossy black of oblivion. I thought, did I see the future then of this moment? Did the darkness send me that image all those years before, inside the womb of absent blackness and timeless eternity? He said, once you find the darkness, You want nothing else. Have you made a mother of the dark? Have you given your love to the night? Well, that's what he told me. And I wanted to help him. So, I locked him back up in the barn.
1: some time ago in an eastern scientific institution they kept a piece of heart alive for weeks on end? Well, I got to thinking what if that heart began to grow and grow and grow and grow Hello? Hello, operator. Give me Mr. Regan. Fast. Hello, Mr. Regan. This is Lewis. Listen, get me a rewrite, man. The thing's still growing. No, chief. I tell you the truth. The corridor's choked with living, crawling flesh. No, no, no. I'm not drunk. I'm telling you the truth. That little piece of flesh has grown into now. It's jamming that building. All inside the space of an hour. You've got to believe me. It's the greatest news story of the generation, and here you argue with me. I tell you, it's the truth. You've got to
2: believe it. You... believe me. I tell you, the only hope is to burn the building to the ground at once. Now, wait a minute, Doc. Wait a minute. Take it. Easy. I tell you, burn it to the ground. Burn, and I tell you, take it easy. I sent in a call. Just... Oh, don't you
1: understand?
2: For some reason, I cannot even imagine. This tissue is doubling in size every hour. Do you know what that means? In another hour, it will be twice the size it is now. And long before that... It will break open the building with the force of its pressure. And then it will be free in the street. Do you hear me? Free in the street. And then those those tentacles of protoplasm stretching out to feed on anything they can reach.
1: What's See the walls! Tracking. I, I warned you! I warned you!
2: to warn them. Now it is too late. The heart is free.
1: Gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. Come to order, please. Gentlemen, please. Quiet, quiet. Please, please. Please now, as mayor, no one realizes more than I do the necessity of immediate action in curbing this unspeakable, unbelievable emergency. And I assure you, the speeches, Mac, that blasted thing is spreading like a forest fire. Call the governor. Get the national guard out. Wait, 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 wait. please, wait. Here is Doctor Albert of the Research Institute. Let him speak. Step up here, Doctor. Do something. Let's see what
2: he says. Gentlemen. It was in my institute this horror began. And if you give me a chance, perhaps I can stop it. What is it, Doctor? Tell us first what that monster really is. Yes. Yes, I will tell you. That great, ever-growing mass of flesh, it is, or it was. A chicken heart. Chicken what? heart? Are you crazy, man? heart?
1: Yes, crazy. yes, chicken heart, I tell you. Chicken heart, listen to me, you fools. Best heart, best
2: man. I tell you, that mass of flesh was a chicken heart, the tissue of which, for some reason, is undergoing constant, rapid, accelerating growth. With every passing hour, its growth is doubling. Do you know what that means? If it is now one block in size, within 30 hours, that cannibal flesh will have increased in size to one square block to the 30th power. In 30 hours, every inch of this whole city will be crushed under that moving flesh. Within 60 hours, it will have covered the entire state. Within two weeks, the entire United States. You ask for the National Guard. I say, call out the entire army. Blast the thing off the air...
1: Ready, Chief? Covers are ready. All hoses coupled up. We'll flood that thing with water from all angles. All right. Here's the signal. Open them up. Hold blast! Chief, look out. That flash! is reaching out. Get back, everybody.
2: Everybody. Get back. The fools. What good is water? I told them. The only hope is artillery. Bombs.
1: All National Guardsmen, report to your armories. All National Guardsmen, report to your armories. General Mobilization. Battery in position, sir. Commence firing on the hour. Yes, sir. Ten. Five. Five. Zero. Commence firing. Fire.
2: Useless grown too large, but it grows too quickly. The flesh is already engulfing the guns. They came too late.
1: You all right now, Dr. Roberts? Yes. Yes, I'm all right, Mr. Lewis. I'm all right. Well, I sure am glad I located you. I stalled as long as I could, another ten minutes, and we couldn't have taken off. That blasted protoplasm or whatever it is was sucking at the wheels by the time we left the ground. Yes, as I saw. 5,000 feet. Well, we'll cruise around up here for a few minutes and then head west. It will do no good. You can't mean it. it. It must stop growing sometime. It must.
2: Look at it down there. The gray blankets of evil covering everything. See how the roads are black with men and women and their children running for their lives. See how the protoplasmic gray reaches out and engulfs the See. Stop
1: how... it! Stop talking like that! We'll get away! The government, they'll send bombing planes, poison
2: gas. No hope. Listen to me, Lewis. You remember only a handful of days ago you asked me my prophecy of the end of the Earth? You remember my answer? Oh, such a scholarly prophecy. Cessation of Earth rotation. Mighty sounding astronomical theories. But now, this is reality, Lewis. The end has come for humanity. Not in the red of atomic fusion. Not in the glory of interstellar combustion. Not in the peace of white, cold silence. But with that, that creeping, grasping flesh below us. It is a joke, eh, Lewis? A great joke. The joke of the cosmos. The end of mankind. Why? Because of a
1: chicken's heart. no. No, we won't die. I can't die. I'll find a safe landing somewhere. I'll find a place. The motor is cut out. We're in a spin. I can't get out of it.
2: I told you. Doomed.
1: No. No. All mankind. Doomed. No. We're falling right into it, into the heart. Ah!